Welcome to Big Brave Business. This is a podcast built on the belief that you can create absolutely anything for yourself. Whether it's a dream job or a dream life, it's all possible for you. I'm Amanda Nelson, a virtual assistant and digital marketer. And that's Sarah Heater, podcast producer and strategic consultant. Each week, we will share insights from working with dozens of clients, stories of how we got where we are, and encourage you to see us as your new business besties. So grab a cup of coffee and let's talk being brave in business. Welcome back to Big Brave Business. How are you, Sarah? I'm doing well. That's a lie. What are both struggling? struggling (laughs) this has been so tough and i was just messaging a friend on instagram about i feel like i've been trying to just push through it and tell myself if i push through it it's gonna get better because i love all the things in my life i love all the things that i'm doing last night i had a little breakdown and (laughs) you know what i'm gonna be honest i think pushing through it is not (laughs) in my best interest (laughs) So, um, yeah, I'm struggling. How are you? (laughs) Well, as you know, I had my emotional breakdown last week. I'm in recovery from that. (laughs) It has just been really, really, really hard the last couple of weeks. I would even dare say month or two. And I think you and I have done a really good job pushing through, recording this show with a smile on our face. But I think as we all strive to do when we have episodes, we're always striving to be honest with our audience. And we're both like struggling. And not only, Sarah, are we both struggling, but I also feel like I was just telling you that I had a call with one of my like favorite, most respected clients. And I consider her the ultimate girl boss. I hate that term. Like the ultimate, <laughs> like she's such a great <laughs> businesswoman. Yes, she's just badass. Yeah. Um, and she was telling me how she was having such a hard time. And I realized when you were telling me about how you were feeling, how much better it made me feel to know that I wasn't alone in this slump of just feeling like I can't get on top of my work. I can't seem to make anybody happy, including myself right now. Um, summer is here. Vacations are coming. So there's a lot of deadlines popping up here and there, whether it's for myself or with clients trying to make travel happen. It's just a hard, hard couple of weeks. And we're going to talk about it. <laughs> we're going to talk about what that looks like. We're going to talk about how yeah. we process through hard times. And maybe you'll listen to this and think, you know what? I'm not alone. I am also effing struggling. <laughs> I definitely can look at kind of how I did it to myself. <laughs> so I want to go ahead and I like, I don't know if you feel this way, but I can look at the choices that I made in the past two months. And I knew in May how booked both my May and June calendars were. And I actually like laughed about it and posted it. At that time, like early May, I had so much stamina that I thought, Haha, look how busy my calendars are. It's cool. I'll take vacation in July. Like, but I love what I do and I love these meetings and I love these projects and like this is going to be awesome. Um, I also was, I had a little bit of dread even when I was joking about it, but I was like, it's going to be okay. You can do this. Just keep going. And uh, by now, it is June 20th when we're recording this. So we're coming (laughs) into the end of June and I'm like, oh my God, I, 
I am so tired. So part of it is I knew I loaded myself up very heavily in May and June. I knew that I did that. And uh, next year, not only will I not do that, but I will plan. I'm taking this like long time off in July, almost half of July. I'm taking off. I'm going to move that sucker up. <laughs> I'm going to take some time off in June, I Good think. for you. Year. I also can totally empathize. I am in the situation that I am in. <laughs> 100% it is self-inflicted. <laughs> I think... I love to be busy, but what I'm realizing, this is a learning lesson for me. I will say this. I'm realizing that just booking off a day or two to say, okay, no meetings is not sufficient anymore. I need to plan like a week out of every month is this is Amanda's work week where I can't not, I don't want to call it hand-holding, but it almost does feel like that. Those check-in meetings that you have that are an hour or two hours long, they really encroach on your day. And yep. I'm finding that I'm having to – I'm waking yep. up at 4 a.m. to get work done before meetings. And I'm also noticing that I'm staying up super late. I'm not getting enough sleep, so I'm super agitated. I haven't had the energy or motivation to cook for myself. So I'm ordering in a lot or I'm, you know – just winging it on a prayer and some pretzels. You know what I mean? And so that's not good. I'm also downing more caffeine than I ever have in my entire life. I'm literally looking at three half empty V8 energy drinks right now, which by the way are delicious. Um, So I just feel like I'm anxious because I'm drinking too much caffeine. But if I don't drink the caffeine, I will fall asleep. And if I don't get enough sleep soon, there will be another breakdown like I had last week, which... By the way, friends, if you don't have a friend like I have with Sarah that you can just call and be like, I am having the worst week of my life. I don't know what you're doing or how you're surviving because last week I would not have survived had I not had Sarah K. Heater in my life. Oh, well, I love you and I'm glad that it was helpful. And also, if you are listening and you don't have that friend in your life who like understands you can very much definitely Please. slide into our DMs on Instagram at Big Brave Business because we will always be real with you. We will always be happy to just chat about the realities of this shit is hard. And and it's coupled with, and I know this is true for you too, personal oh, yeah. stuff. And I think this is something it's true for everyone and I, and that doesn't have to be gendered, but I think it's especially true for women in business because we carry so much mental load of what's going on in our households disproportionately to men. And it's not that that's 100% true across the board. Of course there's exceptions in both directions, but generally speaking, women working more they're still doing just as much of the household management. So we're still, it's um, keeping that running list of all the things that need to be done and the groceries and the meal planning and the, like, it's all the things that need to be done. Not that all the stuff is getting done. I'm not claiming that, but that running list of all the stuff that needs to be done tends to weigh more heavily. Uh, It's disproportionate. That that tends to weigh more heavily for women. So it's just tough to feel like, especially when you work from home, because there's sort of this feeling of like, well, you're home all day. So you're going to be the one who's going to manage that. And uh, well, I had a a moment last week where 
Drew, my very sweet husband, asked me, like, what do you want to do for dinner? And I busted into tears. And, like, I'm almost tearing up now even talking about it. (laughs) Just having to make another fucking decision in my day. I was like, I can't do it. I literally cannot mentally do this right now. It makes it hard to be a good partner, I feel like, because I'm so close to just like this breaking edge of like, I have been giving of myself all day long. And that's something that I don't think whether you're a virtual assistant, whether you work in an office with someone, I don't care what your role is. If you are someone who is quote unquote on call all day long, support your partner. And like not saying that my husband does not do that. I am simply saying it's hard. It's really hard, I think, for people to realize because they're not sitting beside you at your desk all day to know what you've gone through that day. And, you know, I get emails, I get voice messages, I get text messages all day. And I'm in meetings all day long. And so the last thing I want to do when I wrap up a busy day of communicating with other people is that now I have to figure out how I can communicate to my partner or to, you know, whoever's in my household. It's hard. And the last couple of weeks have been crazy busy for our family. My stepdaughter, which was wonderful. They came and stayed with us. We're also in the middle of hurricane season and they lost power for a couple of days ended up coming and staying with us, which I love to host. But also I'm thinking to myself, I mean, I literally just ordered takeout every single meal they were here because I I just did. I just knew normally I cook. Mm -hmm. I was like, there's just that's not happening. (laughs) If I can't throw it in a crock pot and it's going to be ready in a couple hours, it's just literally not going to happen. I'm venting now. But yes, it's hard. It's hard. And even even the crock pot takes planning because you need to know what you need to have on hand and then set the time in the morning before you're on meetings all day to do the prep. And (laughs) yes, that's still more helpful than having to take time out to go make dinner like actively, but it doesn't erase the work. And I think in my situation, I will say Eric and I really are so good at being partners in things, but just like our personality types and what works in our relationship dynamic, I think there's still, for the most part, there's a thing of how to say this, especially as my cat is like trying to torpedo me right now. There's still almost like an underlying assumption that with a lot of things to do with like running our household or our meal planning or groceries or whatever, that I'm the decision maker. Yeah, for sure. But we're so good at being partners in – he even said to me last night that he was going to make dinner tonight. Like, I'm going to make dinner. I'll figure it out. And and he will look at – he'll assess what do we have on hand and he will just – he'll just figure something out. Like, I don't need to be part of that process at all. He will just make something. But even in that, there's sort of this, like, underlying assumption of I usually make the choice about what's for dinner and he is taking that off my plate right which yeah <laughs> a plate i didn't even mean that pun <laughs> yeah it is that's such a good point and so well said it's the same thing as like when drew's like hey i unloaded the dishwasher i'm like okay like are you Thank you. Like, I don't know why you would even tell me that, you know, but in his mind, it's like this underlying assumption of like, I did, you know, I did this. Like if I walked around the house, I was like, hey, I made the bed. I did this or like, and I did this. Yeah. Or hey, I started the Roomba or like, hey, I folded yeah. the towels. He'd be like, you all right? 
you know and i feel like it's this underlying like role that we're all taught because maybe it would help like shift the i mean maybe i mean i don't want to make drew sound like an asshole because he's literally the nicest person on this planet i think it's a hundred percent baked in to 100 percent. that's what (laughs) i wanted i wanted to say that too of like this isn't calling this isn't to call anyone out. We're very, very no. fortunate. We have very good partners. The point is that this is an underlying social assumption that if you're listening to this, most likely you're a woman in business and you can probably relate to everything we're saying. And there's, you know, both of our partners work also. Like oh, Eric yeah. and Drew also work. So it's not that they should have to manage the household. They also have jobs. But it's just interesting this the way society is structured how that mental load sits with us it's like keeping track of even like details of when's the last time the filters were changed have i ever changed an air filter in the time eric and i have been living together (laughs) absolutely not you're the one that has to remember (laughs) i keep track of what it needs to be yeah um i'm keeping track of everybody's clothing sizes i'm keeping track of everybody's work schedule i'm keeping track you know like last night we uh met up with two of our three kids for like a makeup father's day dinner and (laughs) i texted with the kids and coordinated that you know it's just um there's just so many logistics that end up falling on us in addition to business. And I think that's really important to call out because it's like, even when your business is really hard and exhausting, that's not all. (laughs) That's not all because you still have all your other normal life stuff, let alone when then something happens that sucks, like somebody's sick or something terrible happens in your family or your personal life, right? Like there's those are going to come up on top of all of that, right? Like it's going to layer on everything. So it just, it's a lot. And by this point in the year, I feel like we're yeah, just exhausted. Yeah, we're halfway through the year now. And you know what's crazy about this? I was going to mention this to you. Do you know what today is for me? Today marks a entire year that I have been working for myself full time. I left corporate on this day a year ago. Yeah. Oh, and I'm whoa. like, I remember when I left my job, I actually have a video of me like, leaving my office, so excited. And I thought to myself, oh, this is going to be like the best thing I've ever done for myself. And here I am on the verge of tears because I'm overwhelmed, overstimulated, overburdened. And it's 100% my fault. And it's not the projects I'm working on. I love my clients. I love the work I'm doing. It's 100% that I have just overburdened myself and I'm burning myself out at both ends because not only do I have a business that I am running completely by myself, but I'm also running a home. And thankfully, I mean, I cannot imagine how people do this when they have children full time. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I can't we even didn't imagine. Even address that. <laughs> no, neither one of us have children. Like we we both have stepchildren, but they are fully able to take care of themselves. And at um, this point, neither one of us has them in our houses. Like even no. at the time we started this podcast, I had one with me full time and one that would come off and on, and now we get visits. That's, I mean, nobody's at home. They're grown. (laughs) Yeah. And I, and I keep asking myself, I'm like, 
Is it my expectations or my standards that I'm forcing on myself of like, you have to have a super clean house. You have to make your bed when you wake up in the morning. You like, you have to have a home cooked meal every afternoon. Am I imposing these things on myself and making it harder on myself? (laughs) Could I be easier on myself and not worry about things like that? No, I would be a psycho if my house or my bed wasn't made. I'd be stressed out about why the dishes are dirty and they're in the sink. But I also feel... I don't articulate my needs very well either because I want people to like read the room. Yeah, you watch yeah. me when we get ready I'll, and get off the couch every afternoon. I'm venting now. But once we get off the couch every afternoon, you know, before we go to bed, we're watching TV before we go to sleep on the couch. I fold up all the blankets. I make the dogs bed. The dogs actually sleep underneath my desk during the daytime. So I make their bed underneath my desk. Basically set the stage for how I want to wake up in the morning. My husband just grabs his phone and goes and gets in the bed brushes his teeth and goes to get to the bed. And I'm like, well, I guess I'll take the dogs out. I'll guess I'll get the dog, you know. And it's not it's not that he's being – he has a very stressful job, very sure. stressful job. I know when he gets home, he is brain fried. I know that he deals with calls all day, emails all day, writes quotes all day. He's a boiler salesman. Yes. He's busy. He is busy. Yes. Um, and his job is very, very hard. And it takes a lot of and mental And he's capacity. very grateful. I think that's also he totally is. fair to say he's very grateful for all the things you bring to the relationship. This is part of the reason why he would want to be in a marriage, but especially this marriage, because he does have a stressful job and he yeah. has a wonderful partner who he knows is really helping tag team with taking care of his home to make it a nice place for him to wake up in as well or to come home to as well but it is still hard it is still it is a second job i mean yeah he he has never ordered groceries for delivery (laughs) and when i'm like hey what do you want to order whatever you think whatever you think you want to get and i'm like well now let me think about it let me plan meals for the week on top of planning my clients but also travel across the country that's true for us too, but also there is a certain level of control that is like necessary for my mental health as well. Where like, oh, if Eric exactly. ordered groceries, I we would not we would not agree. Could you imagine <laughs> the insanity that would ensue if we let them do it? Oh, you're totally right. This goes back to what I was it's saying earlier. This insanity. is all. I just want what I want. Like, this is all self inflicted. This is yeah. all self inflicted. Not but all seen it on because Inst- some of it's society inflicted. But yes, sure. there is a lot but, of. Um, you know, there was a there was an Instagram trend going around where it was like, can you imagine being a man and you say one day, hey, I'm out of deodorant and you go into your bathroom and there's another deodorant on the counter brand new. Could you imagine? <laughs> Could you imagine, Sarah? Anyway, this is turning into venting about our partners. That's not my goal. My goal is to simply say that the jobs that we have doing what we do, the societal standards of all the things we have to do in our home for our family to run appropriately, smoothly, is hard work. We are very fortunate that we have incredible partners. My husband, like I said, works extremely hard and he does help me around the house. But at the same time, in moments of high stress at my job, it is impossible for me not to be like, oh, help me out more. You know, and it's probably not, it's not fair. It's not fair. It's expecting someone to read your mind and it's hard. And the last couple of weeks have been hard. My dog is not doing well. We're having some issues with our house and our flooring that we're having to get done. And like I mentioned, we had family come from out of town. Our house is is a historic home. It's not big. Like we are very slim on closet space in this old house. And while we love it, it's like you're on top of each other. 
So it's just a lot of stress. And I signed my largest client ever, which was wonderful. And they're great. And that's another thing too, Sarah. I know you do too. Probably because we're in different niches, it's a little different. But the standard of work I want to give somebody is very important to me. Like, I don't want my standard mm-hmm. of work or, or people to experience delays or hap, you know, half-assed work because I've got mm-hmm. a million things going on. <laughs> yeah. No, that's still true. I think the big biggest difference in my situation is that I do have you and Eric on my team and soon adding a third team member. Um, I think she's going to start in July. So I literally we'll made, like who? <laughs> you're looking at me like I'm oh, crazy, oh, but know. you do know. I do know. I do. I do. Um, just kidding. Just kidding. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I so I have a third team member who should be starting in July. And I, um, so I do have, I do have that support in my business where when things get too heavy, I can delegate. And that definitely makes a difference in my business model compared to your business model. But one thing that is definitely going to come to blows here, probably in 2023, is that our entire editing team is me and Eric. So if we want to take time off together, which we are in July, then there's no editor available during that time. And I think that the business is getting to a point where that's probably not going to be feasible. (laughs) So by 2024, I think we're going to have to also have um, someone helping with editing as well. So, and I had said, I saw myself hiring one, if not two team members in 2023, but that's probably a whole other podcast. Of every single episode I say, that's probably another podcast episode. I think I need to go through and actually take notes on all the things we've said we're going to come back to. But what if we switch gears here and say, what's bringing you joy right okay, now? So I appreciate this. <laughs> All right, I'll go first. So the first thing making me happy is I mentioned it, but I helped plan my stepdaughter's engagement proposal this past weekend. I have been keeping it a secret for so long. I have had the ring sitting in my desk in my office area that I work in. And I have been so excited, so ready for that to happen. And that went off without a hitch this past weekend. So it was so sweet. We got gorgeous pictures. I'm going to post them on my Instagram at Amanda Nelson Reads if you care and want to see. But it was great. It was super sweet. I cried more than she did, I think, because I was more relieved that it was done. And I don't have to keep a secret <laughs> anymore. I'm not a great secret keeper <laughs> when it's exciting news anyway. So, yeah. What about you? What's making you happy? I love that. And I loved. I already got to see some pictures and I loved them. And I'm excited for you to share that with the world too. I think that's so cool. One thing that's bringing me joy, I think I shared on the podcast in a previous what's bringing us joy (laughs) segment that I had ordered a new MacBook Pro, my first ever like personally owned not from a job. I mean, it is from a job because, but it's my company. You know what I mean? Um, I've used MacBooks at work in my corporate life, but this is my first. I personally chose it, built like picked out the specs and purchased a MacBook, and I love it so much. So we're fully functioning at this point, recording right now on it, and I am just so in love. It was such a good such a good investment and it's already all the things that I wanted it to 
do to function as in my life and business, it's already up and running and doing and it's wonderful. So that's a big one for me. That's I love awesome. it. I'm so glad you got it. I'm so glad you got it. I love my Mac and I, of course, I'm a team Mac. I love it. I'm glad you are enjoying it. Um, my second thing making me happy this week, I have been binging this podcast. You guys, I cannot quit listening to it. I have listened to, I just checked and looked on my phone, seven episodes in the past like day and a half. I'm obsessed with it and they're long episodes, but it's called Scamanda, S-C-A-M-A-N-D. Yes, like my name, Scamanda. And it is a story, if you like true crime documentaries, that kind of thing, it's about a woman who lied. This is not a spoiler because you'll figure it out first episode. It's about a woman who <laughs> scammed an entire city slash celebrities, a mega church, all these people, convinced all these people that she had cancer for about five years and she scammed a ton of people out of a ton of money. The story is absolutely Jeez. bonkers, like crazy. If you ever, If you ever feel like you are making bad life decisions, please <laughs> listen to this show because the whole time all I could think was, what is she thinking? obviously has some some things going on but it's a great podcast super worth the listen and I'm I have like 30 minutes left in the last episode it's so good I'm gonna be so sad when it's over it's called Scamanda what's your next thing my next thing bringing me joy is okay so I really wanted a new the new iPhone and especially after getting my new Mac I really wanted the new iPhone. I love new stuff, especially new tech. I'm like always looking at, especially with being in podcasting, I'm always looking at microphones. I'm always looking at video setup, audio setup. Like I love, love, love tech. And I tend to get the new iPhone every time. Every time it comes out, I upgrade. And um, now, of course, when I got my MacBook, I was like, I want the best one. And it's not quite the highest, highest end, but it's pretty close. Like it makes me so happy. I also get a new car like every three years. Girl. I am just like, I love new tech. So I really, really wanted to get the new iPhone, but because I just made this investment in this MacBook and whatnot, I'm like, one of my things, one of my numbing things that I do when I'm stressed out or burnt out is overspending. So, and I know this, I know this about myself and I can tell like I have the online shopping itch. So I'm like, okay, you don't need to get another, like a new phone. <laughs> I have the, the most recent one before that. You don't need to get, like, jump into another new phone. So instead, what I did is I got a brand new phone case and then I redid. I don't know if you ever do this or if you remember that people do this, but a couple software updates ago for the iPhone, they introduced both widgets as well as like a lot more personalization options. So you could go in and like personalize what your home screen looks like a lot more and like change what the icons look like for different apps. And it's sort of an involved process to set up. But once you have it set up, it's not very hard to switch out whenever you want to. So I had personalized mine, I think it was back in like 2020 when everybody was sitting at home doing nothing. So a bunch of people personalized their iPhone screens and it became very trendy. Uh, I had done it back then and I had never updated it since. And so I was like, I got a brand new case and I updated my lock screen and my home screen. 
It's well, okay. First of all, I did do like a lot of the heavy lifting in 2020. So all I really had to do was switch out what the icon is. So it really wasn't that big of a deal. And I used Canva to design all the icons. But for if you can't see it because you're not on this call with me and Amanda, um, it is PodFox branded <laughs> and it it feels like a new phone now because between the new case, the new lock screen, the new home screen, it makes it feel newer. Um, it's not quite like having a new phone, but it's close. So now it that that has a renewed sense of joy. That's for me. awesome. You do love tech. I'm like, I'm over here holding on to my 11 Pro Max with clutched hands. I'm like, please don't take my phone. So the last thing making me happy this week, if you have not watched The Jinx, it is on, it was an HBO documentary that was done on, if your theme, by the way, this week is new tech, I guess mine is like documentaries of horrible people. But The Jinx is a documentary that was on originally done by HBO. It's on Hulu now. I binged all six episodes in an afternoon. It is the story, and I cannot remember his name, but it's the story of a very wealthy New York real estate family. And he commits murders. He's killed a bunch of people, and he continually gets away with it. And it just Whoa. basically is his story of how he's never gotten in trouble and all those things. And there is... Something that happens the last, I don't know, 20 seconds of the last episode that is absolutely unbelievable, absolutely crazy, so freaking good. My jaw was on the floor. I highly recommend you watch it. It was also, if you've ever seen the movie, came out about 10 years ago. It had Kristen Dunst and Ryan Gosling in it. It was called All Good Things. It's this guy's story. But this is the documentary. They actually interview him. Highly recommend it if you have an afternoon to watch it, if not only for the last 20 seconds of the last episode. Oh, chef's kiss. So good if you love true crime. I'm intrigued. What's your last thing? I guess I'll go food because when we first started the segment, I said I was always going to have something food related because food brings me so much joy. So I'm going to say breakfast burritos. I love breakfast burritos, and this is not a necessarily recent thing. This is an all-the-time thing. This is a, for the last, like, decade of my life, I've been very into breakfast burritos. But if I could get them every day, I would. And I have never met a breakfast burrito I regretted meeting. I really love them. So that that brings me joy. And I wish that I had one right now. What what do you get in your burritos? I mean, it depends on where it's from. But like a good – my two good like standards if it's a new place that I've never tried is like a bacon, egg, and cheese situation or a steak, egg, and cheese situation. But it really depends on the place because there are some real interesting – combos out there depending on like the niche of the place you know so well anyway i hate that this episode was binge about us struggling but i think that you and i both will see the light at the end of the tunnel and we will surely see payoff for all of our hard work sometimes life is rosy and beautiful and easy and sometimes it's still hard you know and We're going to find our footing. We're going to take deep breaths. I've been trying to meditate this past week, trying to remind myself that I'm safe. I'm also reminding myself very often that 
There is nothing in this world that I am working on that is going to be life or death. And nothing is that serious. Whether or not an email blast goes out on the minute that it's supposed to or 10 minutes late, if a social media post doesn't get made the second that it's supposed to or a hashtag is left off or if someone's calendar invite doesn't send out the way it's supposed to and it formats weird, life will go on. Nothing is that serious. I think you have said to me many times, there's no emergencies in podcasting and there is no emergencies in virtual assistant world either. So if you find yourself stressed at work, try to take a deep breath and remember that unless you're doing brain surgery or you are curing kids of cancer, there is literally nothing that you are working on that is life or death or probably something that we're all going to remember on our deathbeds one day. So take a deep breath. We're all okay. And tell them where they can find us, Sarah. Well, we have a really fun YouTube channel where we introduce you to our friends and people we admire in business. And if you're listening to this and you haven't come on our YouTube yet, but you're like, hey, we're friends, or hey, I guess that means you don't look up to me, then probably we just haven't had a chance to get to you yet. It's still pretty new and we have a somewhat limited recording schedule, but we just keep on thinking of people we can't wait to bring on our YouTube. So I know we have another like big recording session tomorrow where we're knocking out a few more and it's just been so much fun. We're kind of doing the We're calling it rapid fire, but it's more like short answer questions, but it's sort of in the spirit of like the Vogue interviews with celebrities, except we are talking to entrepreneurs and we're talking to them about their businesses and just badasses in business in general. So it's been a lot of fun to get to know people and to connect with people and also to introduce each other to each other's people has been really fun. We share a lot of people in our network at this point, but it's also cool to introduce like Amanda to some people she doesn't know yet or for Amanda to introduce me me to people I don't know yet. So definitely go check us out on YouTube. It's totally different content than what we post here on the podcast. And that is just youtube.com slash at big brave business, or you can just search big brave business and you'll find us. And you can also connect with us over on Instagram. We are at Big Brave Business together. I am at Sarah K. Heater and Amanda is at Amanda Nelson Reads. And I mean it when I say DM us if you're feeling this way too. And if you need somebody to talk to who understands, that's like the whole reason why we wanted to talk about this today because in the spirit of being big and brave in business, we don't want to just be shiny, happy people. We don't just want, yeah, our businesses are really doing great. This is my best year yet. It's part of the reason I'm so exhausted is because my business is bigger than it's ever been. It's going beautifully. It's going wonderfully. I'm so thrilled bringing on a new team member. Then without too much delay, probably another team member to support with editing. Really, really cool growth and projects on the horizon for both of us really exciting stuff it's go it is going so well and we want to share all of that stuff with you and also we have hard days too we have breakdowns too we aren't Mm -hmm. sleeping well either like it's it's hard so we want you to know this is business bestie talk right so we want you to have the real talk the real conversation of what it's really like to be in business yeah so Anyway, come find us on YouTube. Come find us on Instagram. And you can find us right here next week with a new episode every Tuesday. See you soon.